0: Welcome to the Vacation Races and Friends Podcast. A podcast about events, travel, and the people who love both. Find more episodes at vacationraces.com. Welcome back to the Vacation Races and Friends Podcast. I am one of the race announcers for Vacation Races. My name is Colleen Rue. I've got Anna Basso-Hosford in with us. She is the race director of the Grand Circle Trail Fest. This is actually episode four of of the Grand Circle Trail Fest podcast. So if you haven't been listening, we encourage you to go back to episode one, which is all about Wednesday check-in and Grand Circle Trail Fest festivities. And then we go through each and every day's courses in a different episode of the podcast. So today we're gonna be talking specifically about day three, our final day at Grand Circle Trail Fest and our course at Horseshoe Bend just outside of Page, Arizona. So if you haven't joined us before, Press pause here, go back, listen to those other ones, and then come back and join us. Nerding out on data, perfecting the optimal training and nutrition plan, aiming for progression in PRs sound like you? Well, Gnarly Nutrition can relate. Featuring a full line of honest sports nutrition products, Gnarly provides the best nutrition possible for all types of mountain athletes. Because they offer great tasting and reputable products, Vacation Races trust Gnarly to be the on-course hydration sponsor. With the low-calorie, high electrolyte Gnarly Hydrate for shorter races and the calorie, electrolyte and amino acid-filled Gnarly Fuel 2 for longer races. Gnarly is here, taking the bonking out of your big day. Use code vacation 15 during checkout at gonarly.com for 15% off. Anna, excited, excited, excited for Horseshoe Bend. It's always such a beautiful course.
1: Yes, Horseshoe Bend. So I think I want to just say that our runners are very, very lucky to be able to run this course in this manner. So if you've never been to Horseshoe Bend, you, you have to rewind a little bit and think this is a major landscape that's carved by the Colorado River just south of Glen Canyon Dam. It's an iconic thing that people come from all over the world to see. It's kind of split in half as far as how to view it. Half of it is managed by the National Park Service, and it's kind of a very public way to see it. Still beautiful, still worth your time to go and do it. The other side is on tribal lands, um, the Navajo National Park, so to speak. And so this side is much less traveled, not as busy, and you basically get the the trails to yourself from this side of Horseshoe Bend. It's all that same loop and cliffside that you get to witness it from. But it's just you and your fellow runners, all those friends that you've made leading up to this point. And so it's a very intimate experience of getting to see something grand.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right, Anna. This is such a privilege that we have to be on this land. And I think we should really talk mm-hmm. about that. You are going to be on native land, this entire course, and some of it's privately native managed, some of it's, you know, by the, the native parks and things like the park service. We just need to understand the sanctity and sacredness of this land to the native people. It's very, very important. We need you to, you know, be on your best behavior. If you drop something, you see some trash, pick it up. We want to be very friendly to the people who are out there allowing us to be on this land because it is truly sacred land to the Navajo culture. So it it is something that is very, very special for us. There is one little change. You might've been on our website and you saw some Slot Canyon views that you had. Of course, Horseshoe Bend, you have a beautiful view of about 1500 feet straight down to the Colorado River, this beautiful Horseshoe Bend that's in the river, but also the second portion of this course, used to have a slot canyon in it as well. Unfortunately, this year, we haven't been able to permit through that slot canyon. So Anna, do you want to kind of walk through what went on with that this year?
1: Yes. So all of this, as Colleen mentioned, is on Navajo land, Navajo travel parks. Um, and we have special permission from a family that has the grazing rights to use this land. We will be going on to Horseshoe Bend. However, we after you do the horseshoe bend. You kind of make your way eastward back to the highway and you'll cross the highway. And normally you would cut uh drop down into the slot Canyon. This time around, we will not be going to slot slot Canyon. I know that's disappointing news for a lot of you. Um, we'll just be running along the rim of this Canyon on the North side before getting to the latter half or the latter third of the race to go to your finish. So once again, you won't get that slot can experience, but even though you won't get to see it in a race, I highly recommend that you take the time to go do a slot canyon tour in Page Area if you've got the time. Um, There's Upper Navajo um, Canyon.
0: Upper Antelope. (laughs)
1: Antelope (laughs) Yeah, you're going to have to fix that. I highly recommend that you take the time if you've got it to go and do a slot canyon tour while you're in this area, before, after the race, some part of this weekend. You've got Upper Antelope Canyon, Lower Antelope Canyon, those are the most common ones. Um, There's also Waterhole Canyon that you would have seen in the race that you could book a tour for. And there's a handful of other slot canyons that are great little gems that maybe are lesser traveled, but just as beautiful. So take advantage of seeing some of that, even though unfortunately that won't be part of the course experience this time around.
0: Yeah, like I said, it's quite a process when we're working with all these different groups and organizations and private citizens who own and manage this land. It's just different. And when it changes hands, it makes some different logistics for us. So we did do our very, very best, but you are, like I said, this horseshoe bend portion is unlike anything you have ever seen before. Mm -hmm. You're going to be right along the edge. You don't have to get as close to the edge if you're not comfortable with it, but you do have the opportunity to get pretty close and to see all of this. The terrain out here is a little bit different than you've seen for the other two races in Grand Circle Trail Fest. Hydration has never looked so good. Hydro Flask brings you the best and brightest bottles, tumblers, and outdoor kitchenware. Strikingly simple and durable. Hydro Flask reusable items are perfect for your outdoor adventures. Discover your best travel mate on hydroflask.com or follow at Hydro Flask on Instagram. The terrain is mostly sandy and also that slick rock that we saw on our Zion day, day number two. But this slick rock's a little bit different, Anna. It has what we call fins on it. It looks like the best way I can explain it is it's like take a a loaf of bread that has been sliced and tip it over. That's yep, what this that's good. that is what the fins look like on this slick rock. So it's not as smooth on the top. It has these fins on it. And depending which direction you're going on the fins, you know, you kind of have to pick your feet up and, and kind of watch through it. There's also some fairly significant sandy portions as well. And you're like, Colleen, what do you mean by sand? I'm talking beach sand and I'm not going to. Yeah,
1: deep and finer than beach sand, yes. which means it can get in your shoes. The very start of this race, in fact, starts on that yep. said deep sand. You can't the keep it out of your sand, shoes. <laughs> You know, take the time to dump out major chunks of sand when it starts to build a wedge in your shoe. (laughs) Wear gaiters, things like that to help combat. But sand is inevitable for this race, but totally worth it in the end of what you're going to be able to see, view, and experience.
0: And, you know, you guys have already done two days. You've done Bryce Canyon. You've done Zion And just remember, you've gone through all different kinds of terrains. You can handle this terrain too. That's the uniqueness of Grand Circle Trail Fest. It's three very, very different courses. And this is just the sand and the fin-covered slick rock that we're putting you on with some of the most epic views that you're ever going to see of Horseshoe Bend. So... Keep a positive attitude and just know when you're in the sand, guess what? You got to slow down. It just happens. You're just going to slow down. You are going to get sand in your shoes. Not a big deal. Sit on a rock and dump out your shoes and socks and keep on going. You can't. People are always like, can I get a special gator? Can I do that? Guess what? No. I just, I I have not found any way to keep sand out of my shoes. So (laughs) it'll be fine. Embrace the sand. You'll absolutely love it. This day can be pretty warm as well, Anna. Yep. You
1: can. This day is warm. You're even a little bit lower than the Zion day, the day before you. We're just getting a little bit lower in elevation each time. And the truth is, there there is zero shade involved in this race. You're out on the elements, you're on the rim of Horseshoe Bend, which is all a rocky, you know, mesa, so to speak, that overlooks into the canyon. Then you're crossing the highway, you're up above the Um, slot canyon. And then you're along this area that's just exposed the whole time. So you're starting out on the warm side and you're going to be in the sun. So plan on again, staying up with your hydration, wearing heavy sunscreen, uh, uh, strong sunscreen. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be
0: like plaster. It doesn't
1: have to be heavy in weight. I meant in strength. Um, and then a sun hat, um, even arm sleeves, light colored things, because you'll be in that sun and that sun's going to beat down on you, dehydrate you that much quicker, and you'll feel that fatigue with the sun bearing down his all.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So just plan for that. You might need some, you know, an, a layer or two as we get there to get out on the course. But let's Mm -hmm. kind of go back to we we did it again, Anna. We went straight for the course. I know. I mean, we went straight for the good stuff, and they're like excited. They're like, Colleen, Anna, how the heck do we get to Horseshoe Bend? Well, let's back up. (laughs) You're going to wake up on a beautiful Saturday morning in the Canyon Cove, right there by Jacob Hamlin Park in Kanab. You're going to walk down, and you're going to get breakfast at five a.m. Grab and go breakfast, the same thing that you've done the past two days. And then, if you have a shuttle pass, you'll be jumping on the shuttle. If you're going to be driving your private vehicle, you're going to be jumping in your private vehicle. And what I love, Anna, is every day we go in a different direction. You know, we went north mm-hmm. to go to Bryce. We went west to go out to Zion. And now we're headed south.
1: Southeast-ish.
0: There you go. East-ish. <laughs> That's a good one. There's lots yeah, of we issues. we
1: cover
0: all of it. <laughs> <laughs> lots of issues. So you're going to come out from the park and you're going to hit 89, Highway 89, but you're going to be headed southbound on 89, which is going to take you through Glen Canyon, you're going to see Lake Powell, if this if you can kind of see it in the distance. And then you're going to head into the town of Page, Arizona. Honey Stinger helps you prepare, perform, and recover throughout your athletic journey. Made with delicious honey and organic ingredients, Honey Stinger provides the fuel you need to push harder and go farther. Discover what all the buzz is about on honeystinger.com. Use code VACATIONRACE30 for 30% off organic waffles, chews, gels, bars, and hydration to help you sweeten the burn. Arizona is on a different time zone than we are on in Utah. So let's explain how we're going to manage our time on day three.
1: Okay. So in the race guide, we reference this if you need a reminder. So Utah... At this time is one hour ahead of Arizona Mountain Daylight Time. Um, the state of Arizona does not observe daylight savings. So to keep things simple, we're starting our timeline, and everything to follow on Saturday is sticking with what we call we'll call Utah Utah Time or Mountain Daylight Time. So your your bre- grab and go breakfast is at 5 a.m. Everybody's leaving by you know 5:30, 5:40 in the morning. Again, Mountain Daylight Time or Utah Time. We're going to stick with that same start time of 7.30, just like all the other days, as if you were in Utah still. So the tricky part is Page is very close to the border of Utah. So your phone um, might jump around on reflecting what time it is. It and will so jump around. This, <laughs> it will yeah, jump it's around. True. It will jump around. And so we're still close to this border. It might think you're in Utah, Arizona, you'll get thrown off. It's happened. Like I can... I can tell you from experience, just last year, we had a runner that came about an hour late because his time got thrown off. He got there early enough. He was kind of parked. He says, cool, I got an hour to kill. He took a little snooze in his car and he ended up being late. One, he slept, but two, he had the time wrong. And so what we recommend is on Friday night, manually set the clock in your phone or whatever you're using, your watch, anything, manually set that time to Mountain Daylight Time. So you could choose a city such as Denver, Colorado or Salt Lake City. Manually set that time in your watch or phone so that it won't bounce around when your phone is changing to Arizona. So we're starting at 7.30 Utah time, which in Arizona would be 6.30 in that case. But it takes about an hour, 20 minutes to drive there. So all of our timelines are roughly the same from day to day. And so that's why we're just saying we're sticking to Utah time, because once you're finished with the race, you're heading back to Kanab, um, all the festival information itinerary is still once again in that mountain daylight time zone.
0: Okay, so if you have an iPhone, it's super easy to do this. Just go into your settings, and you can just find it under date and time, and you can just keep it to to just manually, like don't have it do automatically. So super easy to do. If you have an Android, I have no idea how to do it. So good, <laughs>
1: good luck. But if you have an Android, you know exactly how to do it. Because yes. I like to call Android people savvy and nerdy.
0: They are. They are. They tend to know how to use their devices pretty well. So it'll be just fine. We'll stay on Utah time and everybody's aware of that. You have a short shuttle ride. So you're going to go down Highway 89 into Page, Arizona, turning onto Hall Road, and we're going to be parking you at the Sports Complex turn-by-turn directions, just like the other two days are in the race guide. So you've got those. We'll just get you on that quick shuttle. It's what, 10 minutes, maybe it's a quick shuttle.
1: Yeah. 10 minutes ish. Yeah. We're going to shuttle you over to the start line. And just like the other days, you're going to get off. Um, you know, if you need to use a bathroom, whatever, but you just kind of get going, it's that open rolling start. But again, just like the other days, if you're going for that overall top spot and by day three, you might be going for, overall, as far as cumulative. So make sure you're there at the start of the race at 730 AM mountain daylight time for the start of the horseshoe bend race.
0: Yeah. And we'll get you out there again. You're going to have one aid station. The aid station is going to come at mile 6.2. So about 10 K in, and it's right at the road crossing you actually. So highway 89, we kind of go out on the bend out on the horseshoe bend and then come back to making a big U to highway 89. You'll cross over highway 89 You'll stay on top of Waterholes Canyon along the rim there, and then you will just head back to the finish line. This is a fun finish line too, because there's a whole bunch of hogans at the finish line, Anna, the traditional Navajo still being used. There's a sweat lodge and a hogan there.
1: Yeah, this course truly is all on tribal lands. And so you get that unique experience from start to finish.
0: Yeah. So you'll have to, you can check that out once you get to the finish line.
1: For over 40 years, Nathan has provided best-in-class running essentials designed to help runners enhance and improve their performance mile after mile and year after year. From our hydration vests and handhelds to our safety gear and apparel, Nathan products deliver on what matters most to you. Intuitive design, comfort, quality, and smart storage. Check us out at NathanSports.com or follow at NathanSports, Inc. on Instagram.
0: This is typically a slower course just because of the sand and the terrain that you're you're there. We talked about the sun. It's definitely going to be out. We recommend another two liters of water that you're going to carry because, again, you've got to support yourself for those six miles. And then once you get to the aid station, it's going to be very familiar to you. And then we're going to be finishing up day three. You guys, this is such a party on day three. Like, it's my very favorite finish line of almost the whole entire year. Because of the energy, when we started at Bryce, everybody was nervous. And then Zion, we kind of finally, we were like used to it. All the anxiety was gone. We were in kind of our, we were rolling along with this Grand Circle Trail Fest. And yep. then it all comes to a head as we finish day three and we celebrate what we have been able to experience on these three different beautiful courses over the past three days. So it's an exciting place to be. Do we have any cut cutoffs, cutoffs on this day, Anna? We do. So this, we have, we'll have a cutoff
1: at the aid station for this race. Um, it's again, it's due to the, the ability to extract later in the race. So it's a very, very sandy, uh, straight road. That's that last third of the race. Um, that's the only road we would come out and go to, which is also where the runners are. So to avoid having traffic out there and it's very deep sand where we very likely would get stuck on, we'd end up walking along with you. So we need to be able to pull you at the aid station, which is at mile 6.2. So you have you have to be through that aid station by 1.15 p.m. Once again, this is Mountain Daylight Time. Um, so the cutoff is enforced at that aid station at 1.15. If you're not through at that point, the course officials such as myself or the aid station captain or our race ops manager, we will pull you from that point so that it's easier to get you to over to the finish line from there.
0: Yeah. And we'll just bring you over to the finish line and bring you in that direction. And of course, at the finish line, that's where our shuttles are going to be located. It's just a short walk from the actual finish line down to where you pick up those shuttles. Those shuttles will take you right back to the sports complex where you parked first thing in the morning. And then you're just kind of on your own to explore. And there is so much to explore here. Like Anna said, make Mm -hmm. sure to check out some of these slot canyons. Highly, highly recommend you book those tours prior to getting to PAGE. Go online and book those. Yeah. Make sure that you're booking those. You can also go and check out the Glen Canyon Dam, which is, we like to call it in our family, it's the start of the Grand Canyon because it kind of is the start of the Grand Canyon, though just downriver to Marble Canyon is where the start is. But if you are interested in seeing the Grand Canyon, this is the day to do it because you can actually drive back around through Jacob Lake. We talked about Jacob Lake on our Zion episode, but you can take 89A through Jacob Lake. You can actually go out and see the North Rim of the Grand Canyon. It is a little bit of a drive, but it's easy to swing back into Kanab. So if you've never seen the Grand Canyon, I have to say... Go get a cookie at Jacob Lake Inn and go out to the rim and go see it. It's just so, so worth it. So Slot Canyons, yes. Grand Canyon, Horseshoe Bend, Glen Canyon. You can see Lake Powell. I mean, you Lake can, Powell. Yeah, yep. Lake Powell. It doesn't There's have to see. a ton of water in it at the moment. It is definitely like it's having some water issues, but you can t- <laughs> still recreate on Lake Powell and it is absolutely just it's breathtaking. There is nothing like this area. It's one of my favorite places to be.
1: Yep. I'm excited for you guys to come and experience this event, this race. And this is truly one of my favorite courses. I can't, I, I can't say that for every course because i said that at Zion, just the previous episode at Wire Mesa, but this course also is amazing in its own unique way.
0: And I think that's exactly it is That's how it's hard when people come up and they're like, what's your favorite course for Grand Circle Trail Fest? Well, what do you want? You know, it depends on what you want and what you like. And there's something that you're going to fall in love with on each and every course. And I'd like to maybe give a little hint of what these finisher medals are going to look like this year. Because if you've been to Grand Circle Trail Fest before, you know that we're a little bit unique in the way we do our finisher medals. So can you give us any hints? Maybe don't spoil the secret, but just any hints.
1: Okay, so your hint is um, each day's medal gives you a glimpse of what you experienced, whether it's the hoodoos of Bryce Canyon or the the grand landscape or, or horizon of what you got to see at Zion or Horseshoe Bend as in all its glory that you got to run along like for the first few miles of the race. So we kind of encapsulate each day's landscape and integrate it into the medal each day. And each one is beautiful and stands alone, but without giving too much away, they all integrate together in one full circle,
0: Oh, one grand circle. One grand circle. Oh, that's perfect. I can't wait to see them. We've seen some... Pretty unique things here at the Grand Circle Trail Fest. I have to, we have to tell funny stories because this is why people listen to the to all of our podcasts, Anna. Do you remember when (laughs) we one of the first years of great you probably know what I'm gonna talk about? The arrows at Grand Circle Trail Fest. Yes. We had this grand idea that we were gonna have these Native American made, handcrafted arrows. They were so cool looking. And each day you got a different arrow, and we had like an arrow holder. Well, arrows are a little hard to travel through TSA with.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, they can be, they can pose its challenge if you can, will. They, yes. yes, they
0: can pose arrows challenges. Arrows are
1: not typically allowed in your carry-on luggage, and they even pull, pull, throw up some flags in your checked luggage.
0: Yeah, it's just not a good thing. And uh, hindsight is twenty twenty on things like this. So, as unique as we wanted to be with uh, <laughs> with the arrows, and if you have arrows, that was a unique thing, and you're that's. Oh, it's so funny. We had to mail a lot of. What's arrows cool
1: out. about Trail Fest is every year, you get something unique. You come back with unique memories, new friends, new parts of trails you might not have experienced or realized, and of course, the awards and medals. They're they're new every year, or they're unique enough every year.
0: Right, right. That's just one of those funny stories where I just remember us <laughs> trying to track down as many packing tubes, or shipping tubes as we possibly yeah, could. So we shipped <laughs> lots and lots of arrows. So we could get people's arrows back <laughs> to them. Oh, it's been a fun ride. And here we are six years in on this Grand Circle Trail Fest. And we are just excited to have you guys here. So grateful that you're trusting your experience to vacation races. And Anna, I guess we're not spilling the beans here, but we're adding another Trail Fest to yeah. our trail fest family. Can you give us a little bit yes. of a hint on that one?
1: Um, I'll give you a blaring hint. It's going to be based in Moab. I mean, the Mecca of rocks Moab. Oh my so gosh. Some Great trails in the surrounding area. We've just announced this. Um, it's not launched yet, but we will have our Moab trail fest. So we have our grand circle trail fest based in Kenab and a grand circle trail fest in Moab because it's all encompassed in that grand circle of the Southwest area. So it's it's close in relation to where we are, but you're gonna be in a completely different area, see completely different trails and all new experiences. And it's gonna be amazing, all based in Moab.
0: It is and it's gonna be April 27th through the 29th. And so you're gonna get three more days of running and I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna be there, Anna. I'm, I'm going out, I'm gonna be there. I'm so excited for this new location. It's going to be great. It's something we've kind of had some chatter in the crew about for a long time and it's finally coming to fruition. So get ready. If you love the Trail yep. fest, Trail Fest experience, you love this stage racing. We got another one coming your way. I would recommend registering early for it because I am sure it is going to sell out because we keep these trail fests a little bit more boutique, a little bit smaller. So make sure to go to vacationraces.com and you can check that out and see our entire schedule of National Park half marathons or our ultras that we have coming up. Lots going on in 2023 and we'd love for you to come and run with us. Again, if you need anything for Grand Circle Trail Fest, you have any questions before you get here, you can reach out to Anna at Anna, A-N-N-A at vacationraces.com or our customer service, info at vacationraces.com. We'll see you at Trail Fest. You've been listening to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. We'd love your feedback. Email podcast at vacationraces.com with comments, concerns, or stories you'd love to share. Make sure to watch for more episodes coming soon to vacationraces.com. This episode was produced by Colleen Rue in the Festival Sound Studio. For information about music licensing, contact Dane at vacationraces.com.